0: Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the Bros are fans. Doodle. Oh. What's up, Internet? This is Chico Leo, and I'm here with a Fan Bros special delivery Comic Con edition. And this has been a crazy week for the fan bros. Uh, as many people know, uh, we were invited by Pop to participate in New York Super Week. Uh, and I'm sure that you know that because you heard about it on 1010 Wins or you read about it in Time Out New York. But uh, Comic-Con just began today. But for us, New York Super Week began on day one on Monday with our Attack of the Con Star Trek vs. Star Wars event. The two fandoms were represented by teams led by members of the spaceship, and they battled on many, many different fronts for supremacy. Uh, the Star Wars team was led by the captain of the spaceship himself, DJ Ben Hamin, and he was joined by Gene Grey and Mr. Len and the Star Trek team was led by the Uhura of the spaceship herself, Tatiana King-Jones, and she was joined by Quelle Chris and Pharaoh Munch to defend the 25th century honor. Although I guess uh, Star Trek's in multiple centuries, isn't it? Yeah, there were three different battles that needed to be won. There was a trivia round, there was a debate round, and there was a taboo Pictionary art round. Keep in mind, this was all done in front of a, a large studio audience. Um, so the pressure was on. Everything was emceed by old QWERTY Bastard. Uh, you might know him as the Dylan from the Decepticomics. And MC uh, f- is an understatement. He definitely mastered the ceremonies. And he definitely had to uh, crack the whip a few times because uh, things got really rough. Uh, there was definitely trash talking from the beginning, Um, I mean, it was definitely, you need to imagine the malice in the palace, except with Imperial stormtroopers and Klingons and yeah, the fists were flying. Um, so the trivia round, both teams brought science to the table and actually, uh, they answered all of the trivia questions correctly. There was a little latitude from the judges, but, um... Going into the second round, everything was tied. The second round was a debate where each fandom had to prove their superiority on the basis of technology, spaceships and alien diversity. Uh, And that's definitely where things got really crazy. A lot of shade was thrown uh, Lando Calrissian's way, uh, which Jean Grey definitely shut down by uh, asserting that Billy, uh, yeah, that Billy D. Williams was worth 20 black people. So there was definitely some food for thought there. The debate ended uh, on a tie as well. Uh, Quelle Chris made a number of points for the Star Trek team. And uh, we moved into the uh, taboo Pictionary round and everything was still tied up. Anyway, you definitely missed in person DJ Ben-Hamin's Tauntaun, which looked a lot like uh, Pablo Pablo Picasso's famous painting of a dove. And yet still, his teammates managed to get it. Uh, On the other side, uh, at one point, there was a Ferengi that looked more like uh, Rorschach's mask from uh, Watchmen. Sadly, the Star Trek team came up short one drawing. It was so close... And the Star Wars team uh, went off with the Golden Cup of the first annual Star Trek Star Wars Attack of the Khan. The second night, as I'm sure everyone knows, uh, we were honored to uh, we were joined by the Black Girl Nerds who were represented by constar 24, Sinfinite and Sprinkles and Booze. And I don't need to tell you about that because uh, you can definitely you should have already listened to that Uh, that dropped online on Thursday. So, yeah, you can hear that. And uh, as people have been commenting uh, props uh, to DJ Ben Amin and Kimson, the sound uh, for a live podcast is actually really good on that one. And I just want to shout out in general to my teammates. I've been bowled over and awed by the logistical Kung Fu of DJ Ben Tatiana, Kimson, and Ty the Robot, who've definitely been keeping a solar system of moving pieces uh you know, from crashing into each other, and they haven't. And uh, everything has, has, has run, you know, uh, as smoothly as can be, uh, more smoothly than could be uh, expected. And so um, shout-outs, I've basically just been looking pretty, uh, getting over my head cold. Um, so, yeah, uh, a- a- everything came together. Um, we had a lot of help. Um, shout out to Illa YC, who flew in from Houston. Uh, shout out to our team of that included Byron, Brian, Ryan, Alberto. Um, so yeah, we we we've definitely had um, a, a lot of help and um, but a lot of planning and a lot of organization went into everything. Um, I also want to shout out uh, all of the people who came out and supported us. Um, we definitely had some 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 old friends and some new friends and some old friends that we'd never met in person. But uh, yeah, Geek's Soul brother, Womanist Jay Watkins, Joe Illidge, uh Mary Pretty Lou, Daniel Jose Older, uh, Dallas Penn got to meet Mega Trinidad and Super Bad Larry in person. Um, There were some great people who came out, um, you know, the uh, black girl nerds brought, um, you know, came out to support them. Feminista Jones, who uh, really uh, dropped a very serious verse on why American money basically doesn't deserve to have black women on it yet. Um, Girl Gone Geek uh, was in the house. And so it was definitely uh, a family affair. Shout out uh, Sly and the Family Stone. I also want to, I mean, the audience in general was great. Uh, I want to shout out the uh, woman who clearly is not buying what Guillermo del Toro is selling. I feel you. Uh, I also feel the dude, or I certainly feel his passion, the dude who is still riding really hard for the Green Power Ranger, And shout out to the dude who showed up at Star Trek, Star Wars, uh, repping uh, uniform uh, pieces from from Star Trek, the next generation and Babylon five. So, yeah, I mean, a a good time was had by all leading to our. Third event, the Crossplay Cosplay Contest, which was just amazing. I mean, you, you you definitely go on Instagram, go on Twitter, go on fanbros.com and look at the pictures of these uh, these costumes. The Crossplay Cosplay, people were meant to come as characters who might have been from a different gender or a different ethnicity or from a different planet. And people definitely, uh, definitely came out. I mean, we had a Sailor Moon. Uh, We had Aaron from Attack on Titan. Um, I really want to shout out the trio who came up from the Virgin Islands, Uh, Michonne, Nick Fury, uh, uh, one of of the doctors. There were two black doctors from Doctor Who, Uh, one representing the Matt Smith Doctor, one representing the David Tennant Doctor. (laughs) A lot of sonic screwdrivers were wielded. We had Beetlejuice. Uh, We had Radon, who was throwing thunder and lightning around like some kind of slash fiction with Thor and Black lightning um we had poison Ivy who brought it uh, we had the Daywalker himself showed up um I the blade the blade was really remarkable uh the just everything from head to toe on blade it wasn't necessarily a lot of crossplay going on but the cosplaying was hard. Um, And my favorite, I just want to shout out, uh, people who listen to the show know that I cape hard for both Cowboy Bebop and Firefly. And Girl Gone Geek came as Spike Spiegel, and I just want to give a shout out. um, And and Girl Gone Geek actually served double uh, duty. She was one of the judges, and I want to shout out the, the judges, including Goddess Geisha, who came as an incredible vampire, a scarlet vampire of her own creation that was nothing short of magnificent? But uh, the, the judges were uh, Goddess Geisha, Patty uh, LaHell was in the house, um, Hayasante, and uh, Girl Gone Geek. So, um, definitely you want to see pictures. Um, there's going to be a lot of cosplay pictures, you know, coming up because of Comic-Con. These were special and, and a good time was had by all. So that brought us to, uh, Comic-Con day one, which was today. Um, those were just, just the, the events leading up to, up to Comic-Con. And, um... We had uh, all kind. I mean, we had teams running around all over the place today. I can tell you that Illoyc and DJ Benhamin were basically channeling Barry Allen and. Jay Garrick uh running around conducting mad in-depth interviews with mad luminaries. I know they talked to Axel Alonso. I heard from one person that Axel got a little heated. I heard from another person that Axel got a lot of a, a little passionate. So you're definitely going to want to keep your eyes peeled for uh, for that interview. Uh, DJ Benamine has be- has declared uh, for two years running, this is the third year that that he was going to interview the team from the Wicked and Divine, and he got to do it today. Uh, they talked to Sean Martinborough, a uh, friend of the show and illustrious artist on uh, Thief of Thieves, um, and many, many other uh, interviews. Uh, but the day started with a, a very scholarly panel on hip-hop and comics. Um, some people thought too scholarly. There were Yeah, there were, there were many, many panels. I attended uh, a panel on Rebels that had uh, Dave Filoni, the, uh, I guess, director and, like, supervising uh, producer, and he also had been on all uh, six seasons of The Clone Wars. And so to sit there and hear this dude just relaying stories about him and George Lucas discussing various character stuff was really dope what was even doper than that is that the villain on this upcoming season of rebels is played by none other than Sarah Michelle Gellar, uh, Buffy. And she came in, uh, for the first 15 minutes. And, uh, it was pretty awesome. You know, she's, she's a big fan, a big star Wars fan. Um uh, Freddie Prince, her husband is, you know, in, in, in the star Wars, uh, family. Um, and so uh, that, that was pretty awesome. I think it was out there that I think it was known that Sarah Michelle Geller was going to be playing uh, the villain. I think it's the seventh sister is is her name. But also in the house was Ashley Eckstein, um, Ahsoka Tano, definitely the breakout character from Clone Wars who uh, is, appeared in the second to last uh, episode of the first season of Rebels. And, you know, hearing these these uh, people just talk about, you know, voice acting with James Earl Jones and stuff like that. Like, I I feel like people are playing themselves when they don't when they completely, you know, don't don't consider uh, Clone Wars and Rebels to be part of the Star Wars universe Um, because, you know, the the sound effects are there. The ships are there. The music is there. The characters are there. I mean, this is Star Wars. Uh, also in the house was um, dude who plays Ezra. I guess sort of the nominal lead uh, of uh, of rebels. Uh, maybe the the Luke Skywalker character. And um, you know, I mean, he he definitely held his own uh, amongst the the veterans and luminaries around him. But that, uh, we, uh, we shot that and, uh, portions of that should be up if not now on, on, on fanbros.com, uh, you know, by the end of the day. And, uh, I, I, definitely think that, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot in there for, uh, for people to, uh, soak in if you're a Star Wars fan. Um, I also spent actually a good amount, a good chunk of the day hanging out at the Afro Future Fest uh, booth, which was organized by a longtime uh, comics uh, veteran um, Tim Fielder, and um, also with the help and and uh, lots of shout-outs to Blurred Girl, uh, who helped organize it. But they they had a they're curating a really great thing over there, and anyone who's who's at Comic Con should check it out. Um representing all kinds of characters and artists and creators uh and filmmakers of color. Um we talked to uh Tony Purier from Concrete Park, who people might remember we had uh him and his wife, Erica Alexander, who are the creators of Concrete Park on Fambros a few weeks ago, um, uh, maybe a couple of months ago at this point. If you haven't listened to that episode, you should definitely go check it out. Um, unfortunately, Eric Alexander wasn't there. But fortunately for her, the reason she wasn't there is because she's now a regular cast member on Bosch, which is a cop show on Amazon featuring a lot of great veteran actors. Um, so go go check that out. Um, but also at the Afrofuture Fest booth uh, was the Museum of Uncut Funk, who have a really interesting project that they're working on. They got the rights... To all of the characters from the strips from one of Pittsburgh's black uh, newspapers from the 40s and 50s. So they have the rights to like uh, there's a black cowboy and like a black Indiana Jones dude. And, you know, like a black, you know, a, a smooth, you know, millionaire dude and uh just all kinds of heroes that you know i'd never heard of and i feel like unless you know you're 70 or 80 and from pittsburgh you might not have heard of but um keep an eye peeled on the museum of uncut funk they're definitely going to be doing some interesting things um they're going to be they have a virtual exhibit um afro richardson was there um and i met uh a young artist named Anthony Pugh who was doing some really cool stuff. And another artist, Julie Anderson, who was, um, customizing sneakers and she did some amazing work. She had these Thundercat sneakers and she was doing up a Dragon Ball Z, uh, set of sneakers. So you should definitely, if, if you're a sneaker head or she actually also does jean jackets and leather jackets, Um, and I'm thinking about bringing a jean jacket tomorrow. Um, she also had a really dope Akira sneaker that she described for me that she's going to do up next. So, and she's not, she doesn't just do clothes. She's definitely an independent artist who had, uh, you know, paintings and prints there. Um, And that's, oh, and Chuck Collins, who uh, does the, does the comic, the online comic Bounce, that was where I knew him from, Uh, it was an autobiographical comic comic about, uh, online about the trials and tribulations of being a bouncer, and he, uh, it just came out in hard copy, and he had hard copies of some of his other work, um, and then there's a it, there's there's a whole bunch of other it's a collective of of people so there's a bunch of other artists who weren't there who will be there um and so that was really cool um I'm trying to think what else I mean yeah there was there was a lot um a, a, a lot going on um the cosplay as always was amazing. Um, one one of the things that's that's kind of uh, you know I used to work at DC Comics in, in another lifetime and you know it's one of those industry things where people might leave their job but they stay in the industry and so this is like the third Comic Con that I've been to where I've seen people I knew at a booth but they're in a different booth for a different company than they were last year so that happened uh, um, talked to uh, an independent publisher. Um, who definitely had um, some comics from uh with uh Jose Marzan inked. Uh, people who are why the last man fans will definitely recognize Jose's line. Uh and another comic with uh drawn by Chris Cross, uh who people might remember from Milestone in DC uh, a minute ago. Um and so yeah, this was just day one of Comic-Con. And uh you know, there's going to be a lot of stuff online. Uh, you know, there were all, all all of us were, uh, you know, we were like the lions of Voltron, except, you know, when they're separate, we didn't get much of a chance to actually form Voltron. Um, but yeah, again, shout out to Alberto and Ryan and Brian and shout out to everybody, uh, to the team at Fanbros. And, um, yeah, you know, I read it. I read an article uh, a few years ago that talked about the gathering of the juggalos, and one of the things they talked about in the article was that they were just really surprised at the family communal environment. And I really, you know, I I got, you know, there is a lot of that at Comic-Con. Of course, this is day one. Things might be a lot different on day four when we're, uh, you know, at each other's throats. uh, Everyone at Comic-Con sneezing on each other, coughing on each other, clawing at each other for that last uh, trade paperback. But um, especially at at the Fambro's, at the Fambro's... um, Super week events. Just I, I I can't emphasize enough. Like the the family atmosphere was just really dope, and I know everyone on Fan Bros uh, was talking about it and appreciated it, and I I really did too. And so that's really uh, on you out there listening and coming to the events and everything, and just thank you. Peace. Fan Bros.